1: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
2: And again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. This is the 5 o'clock hour. And here's my telephone number 877 Bob Live, 877 262 5483. Another Hot, hot, hot and steamy afternoon, but evidently relief is on the way. Tomorrow it's going to be quite a bit cooler, and then Saturday they're predicting, eh, who knows, uh, to be an absolutely beautiful day. Much, much, much cooler, so uh, it looks like uh, we will be done with this heat wave pretty soon anyway welcome my telephone number is 877 bob live and that's the number that ron in johnstown has called and uh ron welcome to bob bernie live i understand you want to talk about gas and diesel welcome
1: yeah bob it's uh <laughs> it's quite a situation um i farmed i grew up on a dairy farm right in the patasca area near lynn's fruit farm and uh I farmed, smoked my own herd of cows for 10 years and farmed until 2015. And um, uh, during the last few years of that, we got involved in milk hauling and then we also do water hauling and grain hauling. So we have four trucks now. And uh, I mean, it is just, uh, it's it's almost mind boggling the, the amount that the fuel has gone up and what that does to everything. Um, have two fuel accounts, had to get the uh, credit limit raised on both of them, uh, just paid $28,000 worth of diesel fuel for just this past month. Um, oh, my
2: goodness. 28000
1: 28000 yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, with, and that's just four trucks. I mean, you can imagine somebody that has a, a fleet, but yeah. um, it, it – The the exact thing that you were talking about is what is happening. We are having to pass that along to our uh, dairies that we haul their milk and all these customers that we provide with water. Most of them are for swimming pools. But um, we're having to pass it on, and that's what's what's happening. And a lot of people don't, like you said, think it's really going to affect them, you know, just the higher gas price to get back and forth to work. But it is it is going to invade every area of life that you make any purchases.
2: Yeah. Well, I have always I've always just wondered the um, the motive behind the switch. Uh, Pardon me for asking, but how old are you, Ron?
1: I'm 54.
2: So, do you remember when diesel was always 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 cheaper than gasoline? Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, my. My dad always talked about that because exactly what you were talking about—it's a byproduct of the refining process for gasoline—and I don't know of anything else where the byproduct costs more than the product. It just doesn't make any sense except for one thing: the 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 country's trucking industry runs on diesel, and when rail got to be less and less, and and Transport by road got to be more and more. They redid their thinking on the cost of diesel, and they never stopped.
2: Well, again, I remember back, and I don't have proof of this, Ron. I don't. This is pure speculation on my part, but I think it's educated speculation. Uh, Do you remember when GM started making the diesel cars, uh, Oldsmobiles, Pontiacs, and so forth, Uh, They were terrible engines because they were a gasoline block that was modified for diesel, and they didn't last very well. But they got Uh incredible gas mileage. Uh, Joy and I had two diesel uh, Oldsmobiles. Loved them because of the fuel mileage, and diesel was much less expensive. Then Volkswagen Mm -hmm. went over to diesel. BMW yeah, went over to diesel. Several major automakers began pumping out the diesel automobiles and it looked like that was going to be the wave of the future and then all of a sudden it flipped And diesel became much more expensive than gasoline. And I don't think that's a coincidence. And I just looked it up, Ron. Listen to this. Is diesel cheaper to refine than gasoline? The answer, quote, diesel fuel is heavier and less volatile than gasoline, which makes it simpler to refine from crude oil. As a result, diesel tends to be cheaper than gasoline in most countries around the world, except for the United States.
1: Imagine that. Imagine that. the The powers that be have a war on fossil fuels, and this is all part of that. They can sit there and talk about that they want to help the American people, especially the poor and the middle class, but they are dead set on getting rid of fossil fuels. So this is part of it.
2: Well, I know and it's if it wasn't so incredibly sad, it would be hysterical because the Transportation Secretary Grand Grandholm is that her name Grandholm uh was asked. You know, well what can we do? And she said, well, we are telling uh, American oil manufacturers gasoline we need them to refine more, refine more. They need to invest in more refining capacity and so forth and one of the reporters and it wasn't Fox News it was another reporter said well but you have already said that within 5 years you want to do away with fossil fuels so why would any fuel company invest millions and not billions of dollars into increased refining capacity when 5 years from now you're going to put them out of business and she yeah, had no answer she had no answer
1: there certainly aren't going to be any government incentives in investing in that. That's for sure.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, Ron, thanks. God bless you. Keep up the good work out there, all right?
1: Hey, of everything I said, the main thing I got to say is what's on the doors of my truck and my business cards, Jesus saves. That's the thing that's the most important is the gospel of Jesus Christ.
2: Amen. Well, hey, the next time if, I uh, fill, fill my pool, I'm going to call you. Uh-huh. But, sure thing. But but there's only
1: one problem. You don't have a pool.
2: I don't have a pool.
1: Can you can... get <laughs> your kids and grandkids to work on that?
2: <laughs> don't don't get my wife started on that. My wife is not a covetous person at all, but the one thing she has always wanted is a swimming pool and I've never provided one for her. So
1: Well, pray about that. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ron,
2: thanks. Keep up the great work. God bless you.
1: All right, we'll see you.
2: All right, bye-bye. I uh, love this audience. Yeah. Fill my swimming pool. If I uh, if I had one. Uh, I was going to save this for later, but since it came up, uh, here is an article from one of our local TV stations. Headline. Widespread outages. Ohio Ohio State infrastructure expert explains it's a sign of what's to come. Now, this is an article not by some conservative whack job. This is an Ohio State University infrastructure expert And the gist of the article is, hey, these blackouts we've had the last few days, this is just the beginning. He is saying the electric grid in America cannot handle demand. The electric grid in America is fragile. It is weak. And what he is saying, again, this is Ohio State. This is the beginning of things like this. Expect More. And yet, what is the president saying? What is the secretary of transportation saying? What is the secretary of energy saying? We got to go to electric vehicles. We got to go to electric vehicles. How are they going to power them? This is not brain surgery. We have an electric grid as. Proven the last two or three days right here in central Ohio, we were told two months ago, all over the West Coast and all over the South, throughout this entire summer, there are going to be rolling blackouts the whole summer because the electric grid can't handle the demand. And then they want us to buy two to three million electric cars? Think of the insanity of that. And that's exactly what our government is trying to do. It really is insane. All right. Uh, it is not insane to take a quick break. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. eight seven seven two six two fifty four eighty three.
1: Today's news, God's word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live.
2: You know when you uh, when you use the term "radical," you don't equate that to mainstream. I mean, you have mainstream, and then you have radical, and ne'er the twain shall meet. But we are seeing more and more radicalism in what would normally be considered mainstream. Now, someone who could be elected as the attorney general of a major American state— you would assume that they would be pretty mainstream. How could the people of a state elect someone who was just kooky, crazy, radical to a statewide position? Well, that's what has happened in the state up north. Uh, Attorney General Dana Nessel is the first openly gay statewide elected office holder. Yeah. Quote, this is from a uh, reputable news source. Nessel is the first openly gay person voted into statewide office in Michigan. Now, what we're being told is that someone's sexual orientation shouldn't impact whether they're elected or not, because just because someone is homosexual or lesbian or gay does not mean that they're radical in any way. Really? The uh, The Attorney General for Michigan, Dana Nessel, is suggesting that there be a drag queen In every school in the state of Michigan. And no, I'm not making this up. And yes, I have checked it out. And yes, it is true. Can you imagine? Here's the story. A Michigan attorney general is facing criticism after she suggested that there should be a drag queen for every school. Attorney General Dana Nessel made the comments during a civil rights summit in Lansing, Michigan, yesterday. Nessel is the first openly gay person voted into statewide office in Michigan. Quote, Drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun. There should be a drag queen for every school. A drag queen for every school. Um, Radical? Uh, Yes. This whole drag queen thing and how it is being forced on children is just a proof of and evidence of of what we who are conservatives, and especially we who are biblicists, we who are followers of Christ and believe Scripture, and believe what Scripture says about gender, sexuality, marriage, family, etc., what we have been saying for such a long time that they are trying to recruit the left is trying to recruit children to their philosophy of life, to their lifestyle, to their philosophy of life. They are actively trying to groom children. That's why I think it was uh, not yesterday, I think maybe it was Tuesday, I read you a brand-new survey that 20%... Of all people in America, say, I think I could be transgender. What? 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 That has gone from zero percent to a large portion of our population. Now, what is the root of transgenderism, this whole trans movement and the whole drag queen thing? Confusion. That is that is the root. I'm not sure who I am. I'm not sure what I am. And uh, I have an alter ego. I'm a little confused. I'm psychologically disturbed. And so I act out my fantasies by dressing up and pretending to be a woman. These, I, I say this with love and compassion, but with truthfulness. These are people who are psychologically disturbed. They need help. They need counseling. They need therapy. For almost all of them, ultimately they need Jesus. But they are confused. And we see the political left and the religious left trying to normalize... And I say this all the time, but it's true. Trying to normalize the abnormal. This is the attorney general for the state of Michigan. I think we should have a drag queen for every school in the state. Um, it is getting harder and harder to be shocked. Shocked. Now, how radical are the pro abortion radicals becoming? Man, I've got a story that will curl your toes, blow your mind about how radical the pro abortion movement is becoming. Don't go away